Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Welcome back to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that is near to my heart as we are approaching my son's third birthday in just three months. I want to talk about what I'm going to call the growing pains of motherhood. So that is the grief and heartache and immense amount of love that we feel for our child or our children. I feel like no one talks about how much your heart can ache by loving your child. You know, our hearts expand so much and I don't know I never expected there to be this level of of heartache watching my child grow up so I want to really dive into that today because I'm sure you can relate I'm sure you've sat there in tears before and I think we need to talk about it so let's dive in Grab your tissues in case this ends up being an emotional episode. (laughs) So have you ever found yourself in tears thinking about your child growing up? I can tell you when I brought my son home from the hospital, I think he was maybe three days old or four days. I don't know. We were home for maybe a day or two and the baby blues kicked in the emotions were high (laughs) and I cried happy tears and I remember crying and my husband was like what's wrong like why are you crying and I was so upset because I was imagining my three or four day old baby who was constantly laying on my chest sleeping on me and and the weight of him felt So uh, it was beautiful and I cried because I thought about my four-day-old baby already being 24. (laughs) Completely irrational, I get it. Uh, Baby blues, you can't really control how, how you're feeling emotionally. You feel really high and then you feel really low for no reason other than your hormones are crashing. But that was the first time that I felt sadness about my child growing up. And I think we feel this sadness throughout different seasons, right? As, as certain seasons are coming to an end and new seasons begin. And it can be, it, you can be triggered by something as simple as, you know, folding and boxing up the newborn clothes, or the one-year-old clothes, right? Taking them up to the attic, knowing your baby will never wear those clothes again. They've outgrown them. They've outgrown this beautiful season of life. And we're on to the next. And what will the next season hold? You know, there will be good moments and not so great moments. And, you know, with every single day and week and month and year, our child needs us less and less 
and in a different capacity. Our child will always be our child. Our child will always need us and our love to some degree. But as they grow, they also become more independent, which is beautiful. It is the greatest privilege to watch our children grow and to teach them and to, you know, our our job is to raise them right, to raise them to be independent and to care for themselves and others and to one day not live in our home. And that thought can bring so many of us to tears, especially, you know, as new moms, when, when you feel like things are going by so fast, when everyone tells you, oh, time is fleeting and enjoy it while you can because they're going to grow up before your eyes and you blink and they're in college, you know. You hear that all the time thrown at you. So, of course, I, I think not only do we feel this this looming grief, but also this stress and this pressure to enjoy all these moments because it's going to be gone before we know it and we'll wish to have them back. And I think there's just a lot of emotions in that. And I'm not sitting here saying every day every mom is grieving, right? There are days where you're on autopilot. There are days where and weeks where you have just the most beautiful moments. There are days where you're navigating tantrums or teenage issues. Like I'm not there yet. I have an almost three-year-old, so I can't speak to that. But, you know, there are all kinds of moments in life. But I think there is this this grief piece that's not talked about. That it's not like it's it's looming over your head every day and you're thinking about it every single day. But there are moments and things that trigger you where you think about the fact that your child is growing up before your eyes and it can be really hard. Like I said, there are just so, so many emotions. I find myself sometimes, especially when we've had, you know, beautiful, beautiful weeks or a very fulfilling bonding day as a family, I will lay in bed with my husband at the end of a long day and just like so many of us I am laying there scrolling my phone looking through photos and videos of him from that day or I start to go back you know two three four five six months or all the way to newborn life and get a little teary-eyed and look at my husband and I'm like oh my gosh he's getting so big and I feel so sad like oh my gosh don't you feel sad and he looks at me like I'm absolutely nuts (laughs) and he's like no I'm not sad like he has like zero empathy for me when I when I have these moments and these moods where I feel this emotional way about my son growing up and he's just like no it's amazing to watch him grow it's amazing for him to be able to do things on his own and to be able to interact with us more and more and be more of like an actual human and a person and not just this you know helpless little baby so my husband loves watching our son grow and I am like in the corner in tears of course I also love watching him grow and I try to explain that to my husband I'm like of course I love it of course it's fun and, and amazing to see him become independent and do things on his own and have conversations with us and all these things, of course, of course. But also, it's sad 
<laughs> and depressing and I am allowed to feel how I feel <laughs> and I would like a little bit of sympathy or empathy from you okay is that too much to ask for <laughs> so he and I are like completely not on the same page about that so if you're a mom listening please please tell me that you understand what I'm saying and that you've had moments where you feel this way please shoot me a dm over on instagram at my best mom friend and tell me it's not just me or leave a review in the comments so i know <sighs> so yes every single day our children get one day older and hold on to us a little less tight and need us a little bit less and one day we are going to have to let go and hope that we did the very best that we could with the time that we had. I don't know. It's like you have a baby and your heart grows more than you could ever have imagined, right? Like everyone says, just wait till you have a baby because you don't even really know what love is until you have a child or you don't know the full extent or capacity of how much you're able to love and it's so true it's like we all love but once you have a child whether you know you birthed that child or you adopted or had a surrogate however you became a mother or a parent your heart grows so so much and it also breaks a little bit I don't know maybe it's just the way that it stretches to be so big, it just causes it to ache. Who knows? <laughs> I just, I love my son so much that it like literally hurts. <laughs> and I have moments where I'm like squeezing him and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't squeeze him too hard, right? And I'm always like, oh, I just want to eat you up. And my toddler is always like, no, mommy, no, just pretend, just pretend. <laughs> I'm like, of course, of course, I'm not going to actually eat you up because then I wouldn't have you anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know. So yeah, I, I get teary eyed watching him grow up before my eyes and you know, sometimes you count down to bedtime or you speed up the process and then you're laying in bed and you feel guilty about how much you wish you could now be like in bed snuggling with them and how you should have read that extra story that they asked for. Um, I don't know. Motherhood, it like makes absolutely no sense. It is a roller coaster of emotions and I, I can't always keep up. So then, yeah, I lay in bed looking at photos of him and whining to my husband about how he's growing up too fast. <laughs> and so with how everyone saying says like, you know, time is fleeting, blah, 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 enjoy it while they're here before they grow up, right? It's like I have moments where I'm like snuggled up in bed next to him or we're sitting on the couch and like he is deep into something he's watching on TV and I'm just staring at his little face because I'm trying. I mean, I take a million photos of him and videos as I'm sure you do as well, <laughs> but I try to have these moments where I'm really present and try to capture 
what he looks like in this very moment in this season like I don't want to forget his tiny little nose his little button nose I don't want to forget you know the gap tooth smile and and the sparkle in his eyes and that little tiny voice that sweet sweet voice that says mommy I love you so much you know I just it's like I have this fear of forgetting these moments as he grows and like I want to be able to take these like photographic memories to like remember how he looks and you know and and what his voice sounds like (sighs) does that make any sense (laughs) every week every month he looks bigger and bigger and it's beautiful to watch but it's like it's just happening too fast you know I I want to remember his laughter and take it all in because every day that smile changes you know (sighs) so yeah like loving your child is the greatest love and also it's like all your darkest fears all raveled up in one all-consuming unconditional love and I don't know it's it's like nothing can prepare you for how intensely and fiercely you're going to love your child like it is all-consuming and sometimes it's even a little bit overwhelming right (sighs) so yeah it's like when they hand you your child after you give birth you're looking at your new bundle of joy and you have this expectation that you're just gonna burst with love and happiness and bliss and you do you know maybe not right away but eventually but at the same time you're bursting at the seams with all these new fears and anxieties that you've never had you know it's it's a scary world. It's a very scary world we're raising our our children in and we also want to many of us are breaking intergenerational cycles and want to do things the right way, to do things differently and it's hard. It's hard. There are so many so many layers to this conversation that I in directions I can take this in. Um, I don't know. It's like, you think you know what anxiety is, right? Before you have a child. Like I've always struggled with, you know, just a generalized anxiety disorder. But then you have a child and you're constantly anxious about something happening to them. Like just something bad, right? Because becoming a mother or a parent is also new and scary because suddenly everything feels so out of your control right like you can't control your baby when when they're little like suddenly it's chaos (laughs) so if you're type a postpartum and newborn life might be incredibly difficult for you and then they get older and they start to go to school and they do more things out in the world and it's literally like your heart is walking around in a world where we have school shootings all the time and there are bullies and sexual abuse is is a very prevalent thing like there are so many so many things and we watch so much true crime nowadays 
as a way to relax in the evenings, but really it's just instilling more fear into our brains. Like, I don't know. It's like, I have, I have this fear of just something bad happening to my, my child. And like, how could I continue to live in this world without my little love, you know? And equally so, I've never really had a fear of dying. I'm sorry if this is getting like too morbid. My husband once got on Instagram and read one or two of these quotes I posted because I was having an emotional week and he was like, wow, you're like so morbid. (laughs) And I was like, this is how I feel. I have to put this out there because probably other moms feel this way too. And we should talk about it. (laughs) It's like, okay, I never really thought much about dying until I became became a mom. Like suddenly, even when I was like on business trips and, and having to fly somewhere, I now have all this anxiety about flying that I never had because I'm so afraid of something also happening to me, not in like a selfish way, but like a, how is my child going to live in this scary big world without the love of his mom, right? It's like this fear I've become riddled with. Um, I I'm afraid of driving in the car these days, like not, okay, not every day, like this was an intrusive thought I had early postpartum, but for a while over the last year, I always feared, you know, getting into a car accident and something happening to my son. And it's like, it's like, do you ever find yourself fearfully awaiting for the other shoe to drop? It's like, life is too good, surely something terrible will happen soon, right? Like, I can't be this happy and have this beautiful family for so long, right? And then you kind of like mentally smack yourself because, you know, we've always heard that what you think you become or, you know, we manifest what we believe or what we put out in the universe. So you tell yourself to stop thinking about whatever that thing is or you'll jinx the universe into making something awful happen, and then it'll be all your fault, you know? And then you're you're spiraling with all these thoughts, these anxious thoughts. Anyway, I don't know. <sighs> okay, honestly, this entire episode is probably spiraling because <laughs> I didn't map out a clear plan for what specifically I wanted to talk about on this topic. I'm just kind of spewing out to you some of the emotions and feelings and thoughts I've had over the last two and a half years. Um, I will say it's not as prevalent all the time as it used to be. Um, I'm kind of, as he's getting older, I think just accepting (laughs) that this is life and this is a part of life and a part of parenthood. Um, But yeah, it's, oh, these, those worry-filled thoughts will creep in on you, right? And It's like, I don't know about you, but my life really became worth living when my child was born. It's like, I was always missing something. I always felt like I was looking for a deeper purpose in life. And I feel like motherhood has given me that purpose. And I know I have read things like your children shouldn't be your only purpose in life, blah, blah, blah. Because then once they leave the house or leave the nest, you're like a shell of a person or whatever, right? Or like we can't put all of these needs and expectations onto our children because we need their love 
as, like as a way to heal us right like I've talked a lot about like inner child healing and stuff and no like we can't put all this onto our children like I am very conscious about and mindful to not tell him like oh I don't want you to grow up I don't want you to get big like or mommy's so sad to watch you get big right like I'm I don't say those things to my son because I don't want him to grow up feeling this heaviness and this guilt of like oh me getting bigger is like hurting my mom or I don't know who knows maybe he wouldn't feel anything but I'm just trying to be really mindful of that um but yeah it's like yes my my life really became worth living when he came into it and yeah like that fear that possibility of losing your child the, the other thing is I often come across families on Instagram that are sharing an awful loss experience like like a rare childhood illness that took their baby, their toddler, their child away from them. And or watching their journey of their babies in and out of the hospital constantly with a diagnosis of not making it for very long. You know, I come across those posts and those profiles often and I get so sucked into them, right? Because it's just gut-wrenching. And I end up having to just unfollow because it just stresses me out. It, it makes me have all of these feelings even more. <laughs> and even my husband at one point was like, look, you, you got to unfollow these accounts. Because, I mean, I also had to unfollow the accounts I was following that report about like school shootings and just shootings in general. Because it gives me too much anxiety about like going any to any public place or sending my child to school eventually right like we already have these fears so many moms talk about like homeschooling their kids now in this crazy world we live in because we are all riddled with this this fear we might not feel it every single day or to the same degree it will come and go but I think in general right like you kind of get what I'm saying I hope so (laughs) um and it it you know it makes us love and squeeze hopefully our kids a little extra each day so yeah it's like I and I never really knew how to properly like verbalize the words I was looking for but so like in a nutshell it's like I'm so in love with my child and time is a thief Time is like the greatest commodity in life. And it's the one thing we don't have enough of. And I feel like I get more anxious all the time about our time running out. You know? Like he's only going to be this little for so long. He's only going to want to hold my hand for so long. You know, when is he going to not want me to kiss his boo-boos anymore? When... Will he say, don't hold my hand or don't kiss me walking into school? (laughs) Or one day he'll have a girlfriend and wife of his own and I'm going to be like in a corner, like chop meat, you know. (laughs) But no, I was literally thinking this week how I finally had a moment where I was like, you know what? I'm really sad about him growing up and one day like, you know, being with a partner of his own. But I was feeling like, 
you know what? I am so excited for whoever his life partner is going to be. A girl or a woman, a man, whatever, you know, whoever his life partner will be because my son is the most loving, affectionate, nurturing human that I know. And I just feel like anyone that is going to be graced with his presence throughout life is so lucky. Oh my gosh, I'm like tearing up saying this. I, yeah, like I know I'm going to lose that piece of him that's so overly affectionate with me right now because right now I'm like the woman of his life, his entire world. And one day I won't be. One day his wife or you know, partner, husband, what, whoever, whatever he chooses, whoever he wants to love, will will get to embrace that love and this beautiful human I'm raising. This beautiful human that is exactly how he is. Like I've, I didn't create him to be <laughs> the way he is. He just is naturally who he is. And <sighs> yes, I will miss having that affection and being his entire world one day, but whoever gets to be his partner in life and one day his children, I'm just so excited for them, for more people to get to experience him and his love and everything he radiates. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. And it, it's like, I kind of went back through because, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I write a lot of quotes and I was, you know, going back to my quotes from a little before his second birthday last year. So around this time last year, and I wrote a lot of these very emotional quotes about him getting, getting bigger. I think many of us will have these feelings as we're approaching a birthday. So... I wrote a few things down and I want to kind of read a little bit off. And and when I was just rereading some of this, it made me remember this season that I want to I want to talk about because I I've always wondered if other moms have had this experience. Okay, so I basically said blah blah blah. I feel like I get more anxious by the day about our time running out. He's only going to be this little for so long. He'll only want to hold my hand for so much longer. I don't want to be the reason we are robbed of more time than we need to be. So I rarely spend time away from him. Does that make any sense to anyone else out there? Can someone please invent a time machine <laughs> that freezes our babies in time for a while? So rereading this quote made me remember this season where, just like I said, I would rarely spend time away from him. And I realized it probably wasn't the healthiest thing and that I needed to kind of make some changes because it's like I would have girlfriends ask, you know, to meet up for a drink or dinner or whatever. And I just felt this, this tug of like, yes, it would be nice to see my girlfriends, but no, I absolutely don't want to leave my child. I like, it's one thing when I'm working, right? Like I am a working mom and he's at daycare and 
some days are definitely hard dropping off right and but most of the time he is having fun and I know I need to work and so it 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 kind of is what it is but when it is free time time where we're together or have the option of being together I have this deep tug of like no I want to stay here with my child or my child needs to come with me or whatever it's like I had this season where I just didn't want to be away from him and you know my husband and I were desperate for some quality time together and for dates and my mother-in-law would literally she is amazing and my son loves being at her house and she would beg me like can you please can I have him this weekend for a night you know (laughs) and I would just always say no for a while like there was a a six to eight month period where I constantly told her no because the thought of being away from him for one night like I'd done it already like we it's not like it was going to be the first time we had been doing this but all of a sudden it's like as we were getting closer and closer to his birthday I just felt like no like I need to inhale every second I can with him I don't want to be the reason we lose any extra time together because there's already not enough time together. And no, like I want to be with him all the time. And that's also not the healthiest thing, right? Like my husband and I kind of had to have a like come to Jesus moment about it because he was craving time with me. He was craving time away from our child as most parents do at some point, right? Like, and that's okay to admit. And my mother-in-law was craving time with him, quality time And they always say, you know, it's good to sometimes have your child go and be with someone else, right? Like a different adult, if it's a safe situation and and you trust them. Um, And it's just, it's good for everyone, right? My son is happy with my mother-in-law. She's happy and then we're happy. But I don't know. I was just, I wasn't able to do it. I just missed the absolute crap out of him and... I'd already feel like gloomy all week knowing I was going to drop him off. Even though I knew that he was going to love it. I knew that my husband and I were going to have a great time. Oh my gosh, I'm like remembering this more and more as I talk about it. Oh my god, this was like quite a season. (laughs) I would avoid going on business trips as much as I could. And like for example, my husband and I had a weekend trip planned. And my son was going to stay with my mother-in-law for one or two nights. And I literally, for two or three weeks leading up to it, already felt just this deep sadness and anxiety in the pit of my stomach of like, no, I can't do this. I've left him before, but right now in this season, I can't do this. I need to be home with him. I think we need to cancel our trip. And again, like my husband and I would have to have this come to Jesus moment of like, no, like we need this. Our son will be fine. He will be thriving with my mother-in-law. Like we need this. We're excited. You know that as soon as you're there or doing whatever thing it is, date night or out with a friend, your mind will kind of like be distracted, right? And and you're going to have fun. Like even though I knew that I would enjoy the trip or the date night or the time with the girlfriend leading up to it, I would feel so anxious and and gloom and doom and like I wanted to cancel. 
I like cannot even believe I forgot about this season. I'm so glad I'm not in this season anymore. Like I finally see now how important it is to have quality time with other people outside of motherhood, your partner, a friend, another family member, whatever it is, or just time to yourself. There are moments where like I'll take a PTO day and my son is at daycare and it's like a one day at home staycation or whatever, right? Like either I need to run some errands or I just want to lay by the pool by myself for a couple of hours or whatever. And I feel so much guilt. I'm always like, gosh, like he could be with me right now, but he's not. But like, that's something I've also been learning to do, to, to take some time for myself without the guilt, without feeling super, super sad about not being with him. So, oh, I can't believe I just remembered this whole season. Like, okay, so clearly you do forget some of the hard moments, right? <laughs> they always say like, oh, you, you know, the first year or two of, of their life, like you just kind of forget, <laughs> It's like a blur and I guess it is until you reread something that you've written. (laughs) Okay, so moral of the story, it's good to have some space between you and your child and to those of you that absolutely crave that space all the time and want that time away, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So many of us will then feel guilt for wanting time away and we shouldn't because like I said, uh, rest is productive and don't they always say that space or missing someone makes the heart grow fonder? Not that, gosh, we can't love our children any more than we do, right? But anyways, now I'm just like rambling. <laughs> so yeah, being a mom is truly the hardest thing I've ever loved. And when you have a child, it's literally like someone rips your heart out. Because now your heart is walking around outside of your body and there's suddenly all these risks of your child getting hurt and to love someone so much I think just leaves you feeling so vulnerable, you know? Um, But yeah, like each day with my child is the greatest gift and, you know, some days are more challenging than others, but I am realizing how fleeting time is and I I remind myself of this daily in my interactions with him like I it's a reminder to myself to be intentional and present as much as I can you know all we have is today tomorrow he'll be one day older tomorrow he will do something new and he won't be quite so little and he won't need me the same so I study his little face and mentally record his sweet little voice and try to cherish each and every hug and kiss and soak in all the snuggles and I just I want to look back on this time one day and be able to say that I was here for it and I experienced every season with my child with a sense of curiosity with wonder and with gratitude for the gift of being his mother. It is not always easy. There are very challenging moments. There are seasons that we kind of wish away. And then once they're gone, we regret wishing them away and wish we could have experienced them more. But when you have a colicky baby that's crying all the time, it's very easy to wish to get to the new 
stage or season, especially when you're also sleep deprived and going through sleep regressions, you know, and when you have a toddler that's throwing tantrums and fits every single day or grabbing your leg and not allowing you to have any space and you're touched out and you're tired and you're the preferred parent and you just need a break but you can't get one like it's easy to wish those seasons away and it's okay to find some of these moments and seasons to be harder I think it's just about not enjoying every minute like they say right because some minutes are very long and very hard. <laughs> but when you're in the headspace to take it in and soak it up, or you're having a, a great week or a great day where your child is not yelling at you because you gave them the wrong color cup, soak it up. Try to be present as much as you can. <sighs> okay. I have one more morbid thought that I want to get out and then I promise I will stop being morbid. So this is another quote that I've written a long time ago. It says, do you know what's even more unsettling to me than the identity shift of becoming a mom? It's a dark thought I often have. It's the fragility of life and the possibility possibility that something could happen to my child that would make me lose my identity of being a mom so I used to think about that a lot too like especially with being one and done and only having the one not that if something happened to one of your two or three or four babies that it makes it any better because you still have you know another one or two more but for me something about only having one makes I don't know it's like the one piece of being one and done I haven't really come to terms with that if something were to happen to my child which are all these fears that I have these mostly irrational intrusive thoughts and fears that I will suddenly not be a mom that I won't get to experience this great love every day that hurts so much (laughs) so yeah I don't know I just I feel like there's so much grief heartache and anxiety and fears in motherhood that we don't talk about enough and I think that we should because I think we would feel good knowing that it's not just us feeling this way and that we're not the only ones that have morbid intrusive thoughts right (sighs) so anyways that's how I feel I, I asked on Instagram, I, I, I wrote, what did I write? I said, amongst the chaos of raising little kids, do you have moments where your heart feels like it's slowly shattering as they get older? It's not an everyday feeling, but every so many weeks or months, do you have one of those moments where you hear Taylor Swift in your brain singing, oh, darling, don't you ever grow up? just stay this little and I had a lot of responses and I thought I would share those because other moms spoke up and maybe it will help you and and me feel less alone okay 
So truthfully, I have not even read through these yet. So this will be as much of a surprise to me as to you as far as what these moms have written. So here we go. Literally once a week, I feel this way. They grow so fast. My two-year-old suddenly speaks to me in full sentences, uses manners, apologizes to me, and asks me if I'm okay. I feel like it happened overnight. He's not a baby anymore, but a little bo boy, a whole person. I'm gonna cry again. <laughs> this mom says, I got my littlest child's first haircut yesterday. It's the last first that get to me each and every time so true like every first is also a last and I feel this so deeply too with being one and done because I'm not going to have a second or third baby that I can you know pull down the newborn clothes from the attic for again and have all these firsts again in a in a different way in a new experience like every first is a last when you're one and done or when you've had your last baby and that's hard um, this mom says, I'm literally experiencing this tonight with my baby sleeping in his room for the first time. When my toddler stopped taking a pacifier, she went from two to so much older so quick. Then this mom says, oh, yes, it hit me that my oldest turns five this year. Obviously, I knew it was coming on a logical level. And there was just something about the reality that he's halfway to 10 and a quarter of the way to 20 that just about brought me to tears. Damn, life is long if we're lucky, but it sure goes by quick. Oh, yes. My daughter is now five months and can hold her own bottle without me assisting her. And I just kept thinking, when did this happen? Didn't I just give birth to this little cutie? And that really hits me. She's growing up too fast and starting to show her own personality. It's really bittersweet to see her grow. This mom says, I teared up a couple weeks ago buying a booster seat for my oldest daughter. Lucky for me, all the Target employees let me have my moment in peace. I'm beginning to swap my daughter's newborn onesies out for three months. So looking forward to all the milestones, but I've been crying about the fact that she won't be my tiny baby forever since I brought her home from the hospital. Oh my gosh, this is exactly how I felt. This is how I opened the episode. <laughs> <laughs> clearly okay it's not just me um what else my daughter is five months today she's not a newborn anymore I sized up her diapers and she's starting to eat solids I could go on and on and I am a complete emotional wreck today this mom says I nursed my youngest for the last time on Friday that's it my youngest is now a toddler and I'm both happy and sad. This mom says, I don't think I have those thoughts per se, but I do get a sense of urgency to raise my kids well and give them a solid foundation. My oldest is 10 and I think when did this happen? I have eight more years to really mold and pour love and attention into you. It causes me to work at slowing down and being more intentional with my time, love, and parenting. And you know what? This is the other piece of fear and anxiety is that it's not just fear, but it gives us like this vantage point and this opportunity 
to reflect and make changes. Um, Just like having intrusive postpartum thoughts are scary and annoying, but like when you're you have this intrusive thought and here's a trigger warning for you. I'm, I'm going to briefly talk about intrusive thoughts. When you have, for example, an intrusive thought about when you're walking you, the your baby with a stroller, right? And you have this crazy irrational fear and thought that what if I let go and my baby goes out into traffic right like that's a horrible intrusive thought to have but what does it cause us to do it makes us grip the stroller handles a little bit tighter or go a little bit further away from the road so really it causes us to be more safe right so like I mentioned earlier I think that having these thoughts while they suck it does make me be more present and mindful rather than just letting life pass me by and not really focusing in on what's happening every day. Okay, what else? (sighs) This hits so often, but when I realized he could reach the doorbell without me lifting him anymore has been my most recent moment. Um, Someone else says I have them often and it gives me severe anxiety. This mom says... My daughter lost her first tooth. I cried off and on for hours. Someone else says, I actually love seeing her grow older. Of course, I look at baby pictures and all of that, but I don't want her that little again or for her to stay little. I don't know. I guess I'm more of a fan of toddler years in the newborn or baby phase. I completely agree with that. I much prefer toddlerhood over newborn life. And in fact, I love toddlerhood. I love it. I literally want to freeze my toddler in time forever and and be this this age. And I was thinking about that too recently with his third birthday approaching. It's like you are so raveled up in motherhood, especially when they're little, right? Like they need you for everything. They're not independent yet. You you are in the trenches of motherhood. And it's really hard. It has its really, really hard and challenging moments. You never have space to yourself. You're all consumed by motherhood and parenting and raising and caring for this little human. But yet, I, it is my greatest joy. Like, I love being so needed. I love being so consumed by motherhood. Like I said, I finally feel like I have found my purpose and I don't want it to end. I... I'm tired and I have moments where I just want space, but I love it so, so much. And it took me so long to get here because I didn't like newborn life because I was really depressed and anxious. But once I got out of that season, I love motherhood (laughs) and I just want it to slow down. So yeah. (sighs) what else oh here's a good one this one's probably gonna make me cry holding him while he slept I was crying because I don't know how to make sure I remember all of this and properly soak it in like everyone tells you to I'm so afraid I'll forget how it feels oh yes yes I just I just want to be able to like 
freeze one day in time, not in a, in a video or in a photo, not like, I just wish I could, when he's older, be able to go back in time and experience just one day of holding him, kissing him, snuggling with him, reading him a book and hearing his little voice and just to get to feel what that feels like again, to feel the weight of him on my chest and the warmth and the the love that I feel when I'm rocking him. Even though in the moment, it may be the third time you went in there to put your your little one back to sleep and you're frustrated and you just are ready for that end of the day you time and and you want it to just speed up right but like we are going to miss this one day like toxic positivity aside like I know that I will miss this one day I will I already know that (laughs) so I am just trying to soak it up and I think we all are and it's just really hard. It is truly, I mean, motherhood is truly the longest, most beautiful heartache that I have ever known. One day, things will change. One day, they'll truly be on their own and the dynamic will shift. And even while they're little, every first is at some point a last, often without warning, right? There are so many phases to mourn and so many new stages to enjoy and look forward to. There is really a level of grief within the beauty of it all. And that is where I will leave you today. I hope that this was something that made you feel seen and understood because maybe your partner like mine doesn't quite get it to the same level. Maybe it's I I don't know maybe it's like I carried my child inside of me for nine months and birthed him I I don't know like I I hear that their cells like stay within our bodies for a certain number of years and I don't know if that like just bonds us deeper and makes the love even deeper I know you're not supposed to compare I'm not supposed to say I love my child more than my husband loves him right or that moms that carry their babies have a deeper love than moms that adopted or had a surrogate right but for me personally I'm not generalizing I feel this intense deep love and I don't know I I don't know (laughs) this is where I leave you for real now because I'm just gonna keep rambling and and going off in spirals so I hope that you've feel seen if you do please hop over on instagram and tell me that it's not just me and if you're in the depth of this i send you all my love and strength and the reminder to be present whenever you can not guilt yourself when you can't like if you're working or doing something for yourself But when you are able to be present, be present, soak it up, take photos, but also just be in the moment. Don't always just be behind the camera and enjoy them while they're little. There are hard moments for sure, (laughs) but also do your best to enjoy them while they're little, while they're all yours and while they need you.
Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for letting me share what's on my heart and letting me pour this out. And if you're enjoying this episode, please share it with another mom friend or your partner. Subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you have time, it would mean the world if you could scroll down and leave a rating or a review. I look forward to coming back to you next week. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.